Another episode of Pity the Fool. <laughs> yeah, that has become our what, what's the the subtitle? Is Pity the Fool podcast. <laughs> yeah, name it after our spiritual advisor. Yes, uh, Mr. T is here with us in spirit. And uh, can we get Mr. T on the show? Not without paying. No. <laughs> Maybe we do it, man. We tell him it's for the kids. <laughs> Nobody miss my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, actually know our names this time. You know, uh, we we neglected to do that last time. Yeah, and if you catch our episode one point five, I quickly went through everything, all of our our social media that we have, Tumblr and Facebook, Twitter, all that. So if you didn't catch it, we'll give the info out, of course, at the end of this episode again. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, today we are here to talk about video games. Video games. <laughs> video games is, is uh, my aunt used to call it. <laughs> did she really call it that? Uh-huh. Yeah, she I did. was, I, I didn't know that. I thought you were always just quoting, um, Hank Hill off King of the Hill. Uh-uh. That, that's how she said it. No shit. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I don't, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, so let's, uh, get into it. We're not yeah. gonna, we're not, not gonna, gonna go into the history of games or anything like that. That isn't this kind of podcast. There's plenty of podcasts like that out there. So let's, yep. uh, talk about our experiences. Talk about you, John. Yeah. Uh, well, I just want to know, um, well, yeah, I, I just want to know, like, uh, I don't know, kind of like, where did you... How far back do you remember? I'm asking the same question I started on the uh, on the first episode. You know what I mean? Uh, how far back do you remember as far as like games are concerned, though? Like, because I mean, I can think of uh, man, I remember like some summers when I'd be at my grand my grandmother's house, you know, like uh, Granny and Papa, and we used to visit my aunt who worked at uh, there's a chain of stores here called uh, Rock Bottom. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, they're actually, um, turns out they're actually owned by Schnooks and, you know, they're not around anymore, but mm-hmm. they were a Schnooks chain. Oh, yeah? You know, yeah, yeah. She used to work there. Um, and they had out in the front of the, you know, out in the front doors, they had the lobbies or whatever you want to call that. They had a couple video games out there. You know, they had like the, you know, they had the little riding horse thing, little merry-go-round type thing or whatever. Then they had two games and they had, it was Mrs. Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man and um, uh, Mario Brothers. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Not not Super Mario Brothers for some of you young people. Mario Brothers. Right. Just the you're in pipes fighting 
crabs and turtles. Yeah, you know, bounce them around. You know, it's funny. You know, Mario. Everybody knows Mario's a plumber, and that's actually the game that introduced the whole plumbing aspect. But if you think about what you did in that game, it really wasn't plumbing. No, you just kick shit into like the water, and actually, you're doing a worse job. You're actually clogging up the water. But anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point, though. Um, but yeah, I was. I mean, I had to be pretty little though, because they had to hold me up. You know, so I can hold the uh, joystick and tap the buttons or whatever. I mean, I don't really know how what I was doing, but you know, it was fun. Yeah, you know, I remember that. What about uh, what and, about you? Well, back to that point. That, that's something that oh. I don't think uh, a lot of stores do anymore. I mean, like your WalMarts and stuff, they'll have the the claw machine and yep. you know the little machine. the little put your quarter and ride the horse or, or the car. But back in the day, they used to have and a red box. Oh yeah, and, and the red box of course. <laughs> <laughs> and your coin star. But, oh yeah, definitely. But back in the day, from, from as far as I can remember, back there they always used to have like video games in the little entrance way. They, they had it right. in WalMarts and some grocery stores. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, always in the grocery stores. You know, in fact, um, you know, because I don't think I ever set foot in an actual arcade until I was maybe. You know, eight or nine mm-hmm. years old. You know, I played arcade games before, though, and that's because you know they had them in grocery stores or in Seven Elevens and in just all those random places where you could play games. You know? Yeah, it was the same for me. I I never really went to arcade. Well, I take that back. My, my dad used to go on business tri- trips and uh, would fly, so we would mm-hmm. go to the airport. And back then, the airport had a small arcade, maybe ten oh, yeah? machines. In uh, in the entranceway, but that was be that was when you could go all the way to the gate. You know, the Lambert. Oh, Lambert did. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Lambert had actually two arcades. They had one down by baggage claim, and then they, they had another one down down one of the concourses towards the end. There was another one. Ah oh, man. But yeah, I, I mean that's really what I remember is playing like Pac Man and Frogger. Mm-hmm. Uh, try. I never was good at Cuba because I never understood it. <laughs> I never understood Cuba either. In fact, um, and we can talk about this on another episode when we talk about some of these uh, game ad- adaptations. But you know, for a long time, I didn't even know Cuba was a game. I just knew it was a cartoon. Yeah, from it was always called Saturday mornings. Saturday Supercade. Yep. Ah, uh, that'll be. Oh, put that on the list for another episode, okay. man. <laughs> Yeah, man. But um, you know what? I gotta take that back too. In fact, well, I guess it still wouldn't be an arcade. But um, I remember going to somebody's birthday party. You know, in class, some classmate's birthday party, a skating rink, and they had games in there too. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'd be playing. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Donkey Kong Junior. That was a big one. Yeah, Donkey Kong Junior was big. Yep. Yeah, I played Donkey Kong. Jr. I knew about Donkey Kong, but I only I played Donkey Kong Junior before that was Donkey Kong. So it was kind of a Mind fuck, you know, going back from one to the other, and like, wait a minute, where? where uh, now I'm a guy, I'm a man. I thought Donkey Kong was a monkey, and I thought, you know, I, I you know, the vines and all this stuff, you know, is yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, it was confusing, you know, as a little kid, you know, but you know, I didn't understand. Yeah, and oh, I remember this. I don't know if you do. There was a chain of pizza places. I don't know if they were national or just local to. St. Louis area. There's a pizza place called Pantera's. 
Do you remember the one that, that was in Washington? And they had a uh, little small arcade there. Only games I remember were Kung Fu, which was a the original, not the uh, NES port. Right, right. And then they had they actually had a uh, Mario, and they had one of those NES uh, Play Ten machines. And Play Ten, oh man! What that is, boys and girls, it was a regular arcade machine, but it was licensed by Nintendo, and it had. 10 Nintendo games in there that you could play. It had Super Mario Brothers, it had Duck Hunt, uh, i trying to think of what else was in there. Contra, maybe? Yeah, it might have been Contra in there. Uh, I mean, Double they could, Dragon for the Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, they could rotate them out. Yeah, it was sort of like a, like, like a jukebox. Yeah. But for video games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I'm jumping way ahead here, but you know, that was actually the first place I saw Super Mario 3 was mm-hmm. on a Play Choice machine. Mm-hmm. They had a Play Choice machine in the in the video game section at Toys R Us. Oh, really? It's like right after The Wizard. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing the game in there. Like, oh, shit, that's that's Super Mario 3. And I, I will put the clip on, on one of our social media sites or in the show notes or something like that. But the intro, there's like a demo screen for Super Mario 3. has nothing to do with the game at all. And that blew my mind because I was seeing that, that Mario and Luigi are kicking turtle shells at each other. And oh, Mario, yeah. Luigi almost kills Mario. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Is that the game? I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what this <laughs> is about, you know, but, you know, I just remember seeing that. They would, there was no actual game uh, demo footage, though. It was just that little screen that did that. I just yeah. watching it. I was just intrigued by it. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, I remember going to you were talking about going to Toys R Us and play, playing the Play 10. I remember going to Walmart and usually during Christmas time they, they would have a Nintendo demo out where you could sit and play play a Nintendo. Oh, but yeah, this was yeah. back before like if you go to a Walmart now they, they've got the the Wii's and the Xbox's out where you can play like demos of stuff. Right. Play for yeah, you, you play for three minutes and then it then it cuts out. But back then, back in the the early eighties, they would have this machine and it had big it had a the, the controller sitting there had two controllers and it had a big button in the I guess the case where you could push it and it would go go through like four or five different games that you could queue up and right. play. Right. That was kinda like a sort of like a jukebox too. Yeah, it, but it, it wasn't in like an arcade cabinet. It was just it was some weird right, on a on a screen. Just yeah, and it was some weird display. Yeah, proprietary Nintendo box that they sent to all these stores. But since there was no time limit, you would have kids sitting there playing like all day, yep. and you'd never all get a day. turn. And the clerk didn't give a fuck. Hell no. The clerk <laughs> was just, just glad you weren't bugging them for five minutes. Yep. Walmart clerks ain't changed now from then to now. Man, shit. You know what? I don't even want to get off on that tangent. We'll be here another 20 extra minutes on this podcast <laughs> talking about, you know what? That is just, let's just cut it right now. In okay. fact, let's, let, let's, let's rewind all the way back, though. We're talking about Nintendo. That's, um, mm-hmm. um, I want to say, like, at least, at least around that time period, I want to say that was like 87, 88 for us. 
But I want to go back even further, like you know, okay. like like back to when I was talking about like when I used to play the arcade games at at stores and all that. Um, I remember my cousin Jeff. He had a he had a, he had an Intellivision, oh, uh, yeah. which is made by Mattel. Um, if you guys, okay, I don't. I, my memory is fuzzy on all of these little systems that were out there before, like the Ataris and the Commodores and all that. I still don't even remember the Intellivision that clearly, but I remember he had one. I remember playing it a few times, and it had the weirdest controls. I don't even know how the hell we played that thing back then because, all right, okay, again, to reference Nintendo, folks, um, that cross pad, the little cross-directional pad, see, that came from Nintendo. Before that, I mean, you had the Atari that had the little box with the, the with stick, the stick the in button. it, and, and right in the button. Everybody else had their own <laughs> their own version of how to control the games, and some of them just were really weird. Like the Intellivision, it had like these little, uh, it had like a number pad and this little disc thing that you kind of spin to make the to make the guys move. Mm-hmm. And you had to stick little cards in there depending on each game. Like for a boxing game, you stick one card into the control and you press those buttons on the on the card, and that's what made the but the little keypad buttons under them make the stuff work. I don't know. It's really weird, but I remember playing that. And then um, <laughs> I know at um, at your house didn't didn't uh didn't your brother have something? He had an Atari. The yeah, the Atari. Yeah, okay. the one, one with the nice wood paneling on the. On oh the, yeah, uh, that, that console. <laughs> that nice uh, seventies appliance wood paneling, like everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know when he was in a good mood, he'd let me play <laughs> like uh, uh, Pitfall and Pong. And, uh, I think he had Empire Strikes Back, which was just you as Luke and Snowspeeder just. Uh, Knocking down the big four-legged walkers. Yeah, you had to use your imagination to uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to see it, how that stuff happened. Didn't you? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, it was just a bunch of blocks. That's how, it, it wasn't like they have today, full 3D rendering and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch yeah. of blobs, and they say, "Ooh, that look, there's a goat, and ooh, there's a monster." And you know what? And that's what it was. You and know what? They, they told you that's what it was. That's that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Play the game. Yeah. And a lot of the, those games, it'd, it'd be the same little blocky shape, the two little blocky arms, but the yep. colors would be different. Right. And they'd be the same exact shape. The blue <laughs> ones, the blue ones are elves, and the green ones are ogres. Right. That's the only way you could tell. And if you played on a black and white TV, you were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, all right. So that was. So I guess we both kind of had limited experience with that kind of stuff. So we don't really need to spend a lot of time on that, do we? Okay. So, um, so then, okay. I guess we can go forward into. I think even before I had my Nintendo, I remember the commercials. Um, uh, I want to say that was the mid to late '80s when they had like on Saturday mornings, like watching the cartoons or whatever, and then the commercial for. Like the Nintendo system, like the Nintendo Entertainment System, that was out, and all those games that they were showing in there looked so awesome compared to the kind of stuff I've seen before. You know, with like, oh yeah, like that Intellivision and that Atari, and you know, and then there was another one. There was the uh, Sega, the Sega Master System, 
Right. Which that didn't really. I, yeah, yeah. I think that was bigger overseas than it was here. Yeah. But uh, I didn't know anyone that had one. But uh, I remember seeing those commercials, you know. So there was a Nintendo and there was a Sega. And those games look good. And then somebody's bright ass idea at Atari decided they're going to bring back the Atari. 2600 in 1988 you know or 1987 or whatever and they had like this terrible rap you know because every every commercial had a terrible rap song back then that's what and the kids like, like. <laughs> i don't think anybody uh, you know yeah we kids like it but i don't think anybody in any boardroom knew anything about rap they just said hey somebody give us one of those newfangled songs and put it out there because this thing is like and i remember it's like the fun is back oh yes sirree 2600 from atari <laughs> and it was like and the thing was uh they're, they're showing all these games and stuff and 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 after this is right after i just seen these commercials for the sega and for the nintendo and i'm like even as a kid you know the, the, the thing was directed at me because i'm supposed to be the stupid kid who doesn't know the difference and I knew the difference. I'm of like, what's one of those? What that? Get out of here. You know? So, nah, I never had a Atari, and hopes to God no one ever got me one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because then you'd be yeah. that kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the one that you know, everybody else got Nintendo, and then they know your mom went to the flea market and got yours because you got Atari with, like, six games on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And I really didn't have much exposure until I think it, I want to say Christmas of when did Nintendo come out? Uh, Nintendo Nintendo. came out 85 85, alright. So I want to say Christmas of 86 or 87. Wow, did it really come out in 85? Yeah. We were just taught last episode, we were just talking about so many shows that we didn't remember from 85. It's hard to believe that there was Nintendo back then. Yeah, I know. My brother had one. And when he was home from college, he, you know, let me play every now and then. And then, I want to say in 86 or 87 for Christmas, he actually got me one. Oh, wow. Or or oh, well, mom and dad got, got me one, but he put his name on it. I don't know. But, uh, I remember <laughs> no, I, you know what? Yeah, that was either 87 or 88, because I remember we got them in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and then even then, I never really bought games. I, all the games I got, I got from my brother. Yeah. And then I traded them with you back and forth. Yeah. You know, that's how it went. But. I want to come back to that <laughs> in a little <laughs> while, because I got a story that I don't think I've even told you about. Uh, okay. Which I'm pretty sure you remember um, it happened once I... Uh, Pretty sure jogging memory once I get into it, but um. All right, well, uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and we'll continue on. Yep. See you on the other side, folks. All right. After these messages, we'll be right back. The fun is back, as you can see, with the twenty six hundred from Atari. Still under fifty bucks, but wait, there's more. There's a stack of new games at the video store. The action's rough. If you're gonna make it, you got to be tough. Midnight Magic is an arcade blast. Like a pinball wizard, you got to be fast. Fire Solaris to protect your base. Then blast off into hyperspace. The fun is back. Oh, yes, sirree. New 2600 games from Atari. They said it wasn't humanly possible. But now you can have all the power and excitement of Nintendo right in the palm of your hand. 
Introducing Game Boy. It's portable, it's in stereo, and its games are interchangeable. Plus, Game Boy comes with the outrageous new game, Tetris. And for head-to-head -head competition, use the revolutionary video link and blow your opponent away. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, portable power. Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins free. What Nintendo? Okay, and we're back. Yep. As you probably heard, we're doing video game commercials today. Yeah. So it's today's ability. Yeah, we're got a little theme running that this time, so we'll do all games today. Yep. <laughs> All yeah, right. So anyway, you you were gonna tell a story. Well, okay. I guess we can go to that. And I'm I'm, I'm skipping ahead. This is probably how far you skipping? Well, how far are you skipping? Uh, I want to say about three years. Okay. Because I because I need to get something off my chest before we you know what, get you, out of, out of the Nintendo era. Okay, yeah, I'm still in the Nintendo era with this. In fact, it has to do with those games you were talking about. Okay. All right, okay. go ahead, because I'm, I'm going to rant for a minute after. <laughs> after. So go ahead. Yeah, man, yeah. So do you remember, you were just talking about how he would, um, how uh, your brother, he would give you the games, and then you traded with me or whatever, mm -hmm. alone with me. Okay, do you remember how, now some of those games, they weren't trades. He would just lend them to me. You know, he gave me a couple and then next time I saw you, I bring him back to you, you know, and then you give me right. a couple more or whatever. Do you remember the time you let me borrow? Uh, I think it was, I think it was Mike Tyson's Punch Out and Urban Champion. Urban Champion. Urban Champion. Oh, Urban Champion. Yeah. <laughs> now, a quick aside about Urban Champion. That was a game in which two guys on the city block went and just beat the hell out of each other until they knocked one into a manhole. And that was a game. That was a full game. That was yeah. <laughs> pretty primitive, actually. I think it was one of the. Um, I don't know if it was a launch title or what, but it was pretty early. NES, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Give me a second while I go on the uh, Internet Bible here. Also known, sure, sure. Also known as as Wikipedia. Uh, we can call it the Internet Bible. That's what it is. <laughs> Okay, yeah, Urban Champion came out in 84. 84, God. Uh -huh. So, oh, it came out in Japan in 84. It came out here in 86. Okay, so it was, it, if, it, if not launched, definitely. No, it came out the year after it launched. Okay. All right. So you let me those two games. And uh, one time we went to see you guys, and I didn't have Urban Champion. And I told you I left it over at my friend. Uh, I left it over at my cousin Jeff's house. You know, we were playing games over there, and I left it. And I'll bring it back to you next time. See, what happened was I had loaned it to a kid in class. And what happened was, okay, now I this kid. Well, I don't know. Do I put his name out there or not? Nah. Eh, okay, we'll leave it just, out there for now. Just in case he tunes in. <laughs> 
But okay, yeah, I'd, I'd um, I, I, he's let me borrow games before, you know, he let me borrow, uh, uh, Dra- Double Dragon 2. And again, not even a trade, just, just lend it to me, you know? So I figured, okay, you know, it's cool. He's let me a game before I lend him a game. I, I lent him Urban Champion. A couple days later, you know, keep it for a couple days, come back, you know, give it back to me, bring it back to school. We're not supposed to have games at school for obvious reasons. Right. But we did it anyway. People did it. You oh, know. yeah, I did. It was never... Yeah, yeah, you know, so... I listened to the game. A couple days later, I'm like, yo, you got my game? Oh, I forgot it. I'll bring it tomorrow. All right, cool. I see him again on uh, Friday. Like, yeah, you got my game? He's like, man, someone took it. I'm like, the fuck? What do you mean? Someone took it. I only think I was... Uh, this was fourth grade, so I was nine. Right. Like, someone took it. I'm like, what do you mean someone took it, man? He's like, I... I had it, now it's not, I don't have it anymore. And so I'm pissed off because I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I, this is this just so happens to be the Friday before a weekend where we're going to see you guys. And I'm supposed to bring this back to you. <laughs> you dig? So I don't have the game anymore. I'm like, oh shit, you know what I'm going to do? And so I'm pissed off about it. I'm telling my, my, I'm telling my friend about it. And then somebody overheard it, you know, since, you know sits by catty corner from us in, in, in class and he's like man I live right I live right across the street from him I'm pretty sure he still has it like wait, man, he's always stealing shit you know like, oh really alright so I'm like where does he live you know I wait the address he told me it actually is not too far from where we stayed at the time you know I'm like uh maybe around the corner and like half a block away right so I tailed him home alright <laughs> I made sure I didn't like top, you know, not like police tail, you know what I'm saying? But I made sure he left school and was headed home so that he would be home when I got there. And I walked to his house, I knocked on the door, his mom answers the door, and I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I let him borrow my game and he won't give it back to me. And she's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. Anyway, get, get your butt up here, boy. You got this boy game. You got his game. Give it back to him. Give him his game. You know. So he goes back there, gets the game. This is um, you know, this is this is after that weekend. You know. <laughs> so I get the game back, and so I have it back. So I'm like, okay, cool. Next time I go see Jay, I've got got his game. I'll give it back to him. You know. But then I thought about it. Wait a minute. I just went to his house. You know, told his mom on him. What's gonna happen now? Like, you know, at school, is he going to be going through my shit, you know, trying to steal stuff from me, you know, trying, or, you know, trying to get back at me in some way or whatever. So right. I moved his ass at recess, you know, I caught him at recess. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> I said his ass. I mean, it. when I say beat his ass, we're talking about a kid fight. So, you know, I saw him at recess when I was like, hey, you know, so-and-so. And I was like, hey, real quick. And I swung on him, sweeped his leg, knocked him to the ground, and we're like kind of tussling around the ground <laughs> or whatever, each other and stuff. But so the onlookers are like, oh shit, John just put, you know, this leg. So, you know, then the teacher's <laughs> aide broke that up, you know, took us back into the teacher. And, you know, I, long story short, I didn't get any trouble behind this because I wasn't really a troublemaker in class anyhow. Mm-hmm. You know, most trouble I got was for not doing homework on time. You know, that's another story. But, um,. Yeah, so it, we, we were supposed to have detention. Now, she sent him to detention. She made me just stay in her room for about 15 minutes so everybody left and just told me to go ahead and go. Damn. You know, but, you know, all that happened. And the next time I saw you brought Urban Champion back, like, hey, yeah, I got the game back, you know. So, <laughs> but I never wanted to let anybody know. You know I lent it to some kid at school and some, and he tried to steal it from me. Damn. Fucking klepto. Damn. <laughs> well, 
I'm sorry if I got mad at you. I didn't know you were too long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't think you ever told me that before. I, 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 I do remember that now. Yep. When he didn't bring it back. Yeah, I left it just. I'll get it next time. So it bought me some time. So next time I saw you guys. <laughs> wow. But that's about three years away from where we got to where we have the Nintendo's. But uh, I don't know. Were you going to say anything about that? No, not about that. Not about games. I want to talk oh. about a, a peripheral. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> I already know where this is that going. Nintendo had the balls uh, to put out. I know where this is going. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, oh. I want to talk to you about the Power Glove. <laughs> the Power Glove. Now, if any of y'all ever seen the movie The Wizard, where they introduced uh, Super Mario 3, uh, you know, the wizard starring Fred Savage and uh, who else is in there? Uh, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland and... Who else? You know what? I don't know I who remember, else. Yeah, I remember Mario 3. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I... Uh, anyway. Power... No, go ahead. No, I, said, I remember Fred Savage, I remember Mario 3, and I remember the Power Glove. In California. And the dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. They hyped up this motherfucking Power Glove. Like it was the second coming of Jesus. I love when you tell the story, by the way. It's different every time. <laughs> and I saw the movie. And I, I, you know, saw all the commercials for it. I saw, you know, magazine ads for it. When Christmas would come, it'd be in that Sears wish book, which every kid oh, would yeah. just look through and it'd be dog-eared by the time Christmas came around because you'd just be looking at it and staring at the stuff that you wanted. Yeah, we did. And in yeah. fact, we kept going back to that Nintendo page and just staring at these games like they were going to be different anytime we looked at them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and I begged and pleaded and finally, you know, I never got a lot, but, you know, I got a power glove. My parents broke down and got me a power glove. And I saw the box, and it was so beautiful. I was so happy, and I took it out. And if you don't I know, felt matter of fact, because then you call me and tell me you had it. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, or you yeah. came like the day after Christmas or something. Oh yeah, that's you. what it was. That's what it was. But I was so happy because if you don't know, the Power Glove is it's kind of like the Proto Wii, really. I mean, it is a glove that goes on your hand and goes about halfway up your forearm and it's got a sensor on the top of your wrist and then on your forearm there's a box that's got got alphanumeric keyboard then on the bottom of it it's got your d-pad your start select your a b button right right okay so yeah we link a picture of that on the show yeah we'll, we'll put a picture for anybody who may not know what a power glove is these days right but the way they touted it it you could move your hand with this power glove and you could <laughs> do you, you could you could make mario jump just by flicking your finger or you could yep. drive a car 
by just moving your hand back and forth when you're steering the car. Or you can play punch out and you can actually be punching. So, you know, yeah. it really was like, you know, the Wii. And that's why I wanted one, if you to be honest. That's why I wanted a power glove, because I love Mike Tyson's punch out. That was my game. Right, yeah. Like the swing punches at it. Like that's why I wanted a power glove. Yeah. And you had one. And and you get the thing, you open it up, okay, it's got the glove. Then it's got your sensor thing. Which is the sensors that would attach onto your TV with this little itty bitty circle of Velcro. <laughs> but the sensors would be a good would be three boxes. They were each about two inches tall, two inches wide. And had this little itty bitty disc smaller than a dime of Velcro that you would stick on the on the box and then you stick on the TV and it was supposed to hold it there but it never really did and then, <laughs> and then in between well, these boxes not. these little like dot sized yeah. velcros and these big ass like boxes and, and it, I mean if you can see this thing, we gotta find a picture of that yeah I've, I've got a picture pulled up I will post. it's technology that wasn't <laughs> <laughs> but see the, the secret to the power glove is is that the sensors on top and the sensors that are on the TV, the sensors on the glove are actually speakers, and it's it's not shooting any kind of <laughs> it's not shooting any kind of light. Though. Wait a minute, wait a minute, rewind, rewind. The speakers. What do you mean speakers? It's speakers, because the way the the power glove talked to the sensors and back and forth is through sound. <laughs> And so somehow it was supposed to to read your movements and then send this like hypersonic sound that you couldn't hear, but the sensors were supposed to pick it up. So and- wait a minute, wait a minute. It sounds. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about like okay, so when you said make Mario jump, if I'm swinging my hand, how does the sound? I don't. I don't get it. How does it read the sound? I don't know. Science. <laughs> Science. I don't know. But see, and this is the kicker. See, every game came with, in order to play the games that the Power Glove would work with, you had to enter in a code. That code was probably 10, maybe 12 alphanumeric <laughs> numbers. <laughs> so before you could play, first you had to turn on the Nintendo, turn on the game then press the button on the power glove enter in this long ass number (laughs) (laughs) and then press the button again and then this little light would would blink twice and then you'd know that it was set for the right game so then you would folks listen I was sitting there behind him while he's about to demonstrate this for me and my sister we're sitting there watching I'm sitting there watching him do this like he's got this big ass it's like it's like it's like the old testament like this big ass <laughs> and he's like digging through it finding the game he was gonna love. i don't even remember what game it was it's not even important but he's trying to find the code he's typing it in his whole time and we're just sitting there like all right this is it, so, this is, this is it. <laughs> so then i'll find okay we're set numbers in we're ready to go so i put my hand up in the air you had to get about i don't know maybe four feet from the sensors, you had to, or no, well, yeah, about four or five, five feet away from the sensors, so the 
the sound waves from the glove can hit them sensors and <laughs> sound wave from the glove and, and tell the thing what to do. I didn't know it was sound waves. I didn't know that till I did research later in life. <laughs> but <laughs> anybody do. But you put it on, okay, and then I started playing. I want to say I started playing Super Mario because that's all I probably had. So I'm like, okay, now watch this. I'm going to move my finger down. He's going to run. Then I'm going to move my thumb. He's going to jump. Move my finger down. And he sort of sat there. So I move my thumb. <laughs> and he still sort of stood there. And then I just shook my whole hand. <laughs> and he finally jumped. But he came back down and a, a Goomba killed me. <laughs> and and folks that was the beginning of just a long line of disappointment with this power glove I would get all I would get Mike Tyson's punch out and I'd yeah, try and punch to- I'd try and swing and punch he, it wouldn't sw- it, it would punch too early or it punch too late or I, it wouldn't dodge the way you wanted it to I got my ass kicked Constant. At this point, I never wanted a, I didn't want a power glove anymore. No, so but like I, you know what, you can have it. <laughs> so what I ended up doing was getting frustrated, taking the power glove off, and then I would hold the glove in my hand and use the little D pad and A and B button because damn it, I was going to use this fucking power. Glove. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I got this power glove. I'm using it, but I had this bulky ass thing in my hand trying to games and it just did not work <laughs> and that is I mean that had to be where Nintendo got the idea for the Wii they said okay we've got the power glow now let's perfect it <laughs> let's make this goofy ass system with no power and no real good games for it hey but you know what it actually did work yeah they sold it to a lot of grandmas and, and uh, parents trying to impress their kids yeah, or you know, people thinking they had an exercise machine that wasn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but yeah, now we're we're in the future. So. Yeah, we're jumping ahead so, again. Yeah, you want to? Uh, uh, you know what? Let me before we go to another break, real quick. Uh, what was your favorite Nintendo game? If you can come up with one. Favorite Nintendo game? Yeah, it was probably a tie. I say it's a tie between. Uh, Ikari Warriors, which was sort of a top-down kind of, I remember, yep, kind of a army fighting game, right? So it's toss between that and it might be that one. I'm surprised you chose that one. I mean, that was fun, but I would have never thought. Like if you said favorite Nintendo game, you picked that one. Why? Why do you say that? I don't know. I just know I spent the most time with it. You know, I, right. I was playing it constantly. Yeah, whether, whether I enjoyed it or not, I you know that's one that I really kind of focused on. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember how to stay alive? Because you only had three lives, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the code? Oh, what was the code? No, I don't remember the code. I know there was a funky code you had to put in. It was it was ABBA. Oh yeah, A B B A. Yep, and it would bring you back after you died, and then. You know, so I think you and I just marathoned it for as long as we could till we got tired of playing one day. But we were, uh, oh yeah, we you know, did some marathon all night sessions. A B B A because you had to. There were no save states back then. No, uh-huh. it, it was codes that you, you had know. to write down. If that, yeah, some games didn't have that either. You just had to play it, right? Yeah, the Iron Man that shit. 
Uh, I mean, some games have saved, but that wasn't one of them. <laughs> no, uh-uh. What about you? Nah. Um, I would say that'd be uh, Castlevania, the original. Oh, yeah. That's Castlevania, good. yep. That, uh... The first time I played it, my uh, my mother, you know, she's a she's a teacher at the time, and one of her students, you know, she taught um, she taught school. Her students let me borrow a game. He just you know sent the game home with her. Uh huh. You know, I played it, and I was like, I don't think I I didn't quite get the hang of it the first time, but it was so cool because I think the only game I ever had, I might have rented maybe a couple other games at that point, but I was used to playing Mario, and you know. Just, just that whole cartoony kind of game, the cartoony music. But in this game, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm killing monsters and throwing holy water on people, and you know, and the music, the, like the music, just like I want to play that right now. Yeah, that song right there. Um, actually, that's the only. We talk about video game music. That's the only one that I know by name. It's called Vampire Killer, and there's a version of Vampire Killer in. I want to say almost every other version of Castlevania has come out after that. They got a version of that song. And I played a handful of them. Every time that song comes on, I go nuts. Because it's like, oh, there it is. There's my music. Because, <laughs> yeah, that was the first time in the game where I actually just... I heard that going on. And I was doing what I'm doing. And it was like, I felt like a badass. Right. Or whatever whatever I would have called it back then. I know at seven years old, I wasn't saying badass. No. But, you know, that's, you know, whatever it was, whatever the equivalent was that's what that game was for me man so it definitely that and then i rented it one time which uh you and i had a discussion we were talking about games before and you were talking about Carnov. it i mean i did have i did rent Carnov one day but that wasn't the game castlevania was the one when i stayed up all night and kept was it? And got, okay. yeah that was yeah because i remember i i was at your house yep pretty late you know you know my folks were there till i don't maybe nine ten o'clock which is late for a kid. Right, right. And then I happened to uh, to come over the next day. No, I know what it was. Is your sister came home with my folks and me and spent the night at, at my house. Mm-hmm. But you didn't want to go because you were playing Castle <laughs> So then, then hey, man. when me and, and your sister came back the next day, you were still playing. Damn right. <laughs> I walked in. I'm like, wow, how, how far did you get? And you're like, I never stopped. <laughs> I never stopped. I kept going. Because <laughs> the game was that good. And like, it was like, it was the, uh, the, I couldn't get past the Frankenstein level. Yeah, mm. I just kept dying there. I just kept going back and trying. I never, never, I, to this day, I never beat it until I went back and played on emulators. You know, but just the game was just it was just so cool like you know like i said killing frankenstein and killing the mummies and you know and and the music was so good that's the other thing you know i didn't say my mom she taught she taught school she taught deaf children right you know sign language and and speech pathology and whatnot and so and i'm not making a joke here i'm not trying to be funny but i listen to this music and i'm like i feel sorry for this kid let me borrow this man because if he's not hearing this is badass music this is great music you know and it's just it to me, that's a whole other level of the game that makes Castlevania what it yeah. is, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's why there's so many, like, nerdcore rappers and and rock bands that only play, like, like uh, video game music. Mm-hmm. It's because those old, those old, you know, 
8-bit chip tones were they yep. were great. Yeah, and it's a style of music that uh, doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> except for when you're doing retro games, and it's not coming back because, you know, they do, you know, CD quality music now, or yeah. whatever Yeah, want to say now. Yeah, but, uh, hell, we can get into some of that about, uh, we, we, we're going to get into some of that today, are we? A little bit, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get in, but, uh, let's take another quick break, and we'll come right back with more Death Kings. All right. game commercials and video game accessories even the accursed power glove which i'm sorry i never own <laughs> uh man did anybody have the power glove you know hit us up you know on the yeah tweet us tweet, tweet us and let me know if you had a power glove and if you got the damn thing to work at all yeah yeah please we want to hear from you and and any kind of feedback please we want to know what you guys think of the show so far so give yeah. us a shout but um, let's go forward a little bit more before we before we end the show. Let's talk about the next generation, 16-bit. Yep. Uh, now, did you have a Super Nintendo or did you have a, a Sega? I forget. We had both. You had both, okay. We had both. Um, my grandmother had bought a... Well, yeah, my grandmother had bought a, a Sega to have over at her house. And uh, my cousin Jeff had one. And I think my other cousins, Mike and Nick, had one. And so we didn't really need... I mean, so I mean, we had it there so we, people can bring their games or whatever mm-hmm. and just kind of play it there. But it just kind of became ours, so we just kind of took it home with us. So we had it there, and then we just bring it back whenever we were over. Cool. But um, 
and then the Super Nintendo. Well, I wanted to see, I wanted to save up and get a Sega because you had one. Everybody else had one. You know, Sega was cool. I liked all the games on it. But since we already had one via my grandmother, um, I decided I was going to put my money toward a Super Nintendo instead, just because some of those games were different. You know, right? It was good to have both systems. You know, or like some some of the some of the third party games would be by different developers, so the game might be different. So you choose which one you wanted. Um, and then just, you know, like the Mario games and stuff like that. So I got, um, I did yard work for a friend of my father's. She was paying me 20 bucks, you know? Yeah. So I went over there six times, you know, I saved the money and my dad, when I finally got the money, he was like, you know what? I'll, uh, you keep half of it. I'll pay the other half, you know? Oh, okay, cool. He gives you good games. We got there and actually bought it. Um, he said, give me $20 and we'll call it even. I was like, you're kidding right now give me twenty dollars and we'll call it even. so yeah so <laughs> and it was super nintendo win some games there you know nice yeah yeah but uh the sega came first though and i think you had it before i did a couple of years yeah i had it I, and again I, he's gonna come up a lot i think but my, <laughs> my brother who when i was a kid was well even now still my hero man yeah. I remember yeah, we got to get him on the show yeah. one of these days. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. But I remember we, my mom and I, I think my dad was on a business trip and my mom and I went up to DC to go see him and we walked in the door and uh, we came in, put our, our stuff down and, and he went in his bedroom and came back out and said, hey, this is for you. Brand new Sega Genesis. Man, that's awesome, dude. See, yeah. I wish I had an older brother. I'm the oldest. See, I don't have an older anything. So, <laughs> so like, you and my cousin were kind of it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I know everybody buy me shit like that, though. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm only three years older than you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, I, I mean, so did for, for the rest of the trip, I was just, I was playing Sonic. Not stuff. Just just as much as I could and he he even had some kind of converter I don't know what the hell it was but you could plug your Genesis into it and it would or you could plug plug it into your Genesis and you could actually play the the Master System games from, from yeah the, yeah I've heard of that yeah so I was playing like this Bushido game and I was playing like Fantasy Star. Well, I tried to play it, but it was in Japanese, so I didn't really know what I was doing. But it was a, uh, it was really cool. The Genesis, I, I think I kept longer. Well, no, I had the same amount of time, but I played the Genesis more than any other system I had. Yeah, I think I want to say we did too. Was, I think it was either the, the the Genesis or the Super. Yeah, well, because I never had Nintendo. a Super. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because my Nintendo, I mean, I had it, but it. I remember it, it, it got dusty and then stopped working after a while. Yeah. And then just kind of got bored with it after a while anyway. But I think it was either the... the it might have been the Genesis. We had it a little bit longer, so... Yeah, it was Genesis the same thing. I mean, you, know, you can only blow on a cartridge so long before, before it quits working. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Like, I'm trying to think of my favorite game on there on the Genesis that'd be a toss up too either between 
between uh, X-Men. The first X-Men game that was on there. Not, uh... Okay. Not Arcade's Revenge, but that, there's another one just called X-Men. And you can right. play as Nightcrawler, Cyclops, Wolverine, or Gambit. Game was hard as hell, but it had some great music on there, too. Yeah, and this is right around the time when the X-Men animated series came out, wasn't it? Yeah. So it, it was so, so Marvel, well, X-Men itself was kind of at a fever pitch at that moment. Yeah, and I had just started getting into comics myself. So, you know, here I am playing as my favorite X-Men Nightcrawler. And it, it just, it was hard as hell. But, like I said, the music just kept me coming kept me going kept me coming back to it and then uh, which I don't know probably and then I think my second favorite game had to be Buck Rogers in the 25th century Uh, what was it called Mission it was Buck Rogers Countdown to Doomsday yes Countdown to Doomsday yes which was a role playing game which it it was really kind of like an old school almost Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing because it was it wasn't like, like the role-playing games that you see now, your Final Fantasies and stuff like that. Right. It was, you know, pretty generic kind of stuff, but you... Did it show the dice rolls on there? I want to I want to say it did. Like it had little uh, virtual dice on there? I might be thinking of a different game. No, I remember the dice for when you were making your character, because you couldn't okay, just that's... set like what kind of strength and speed. You had to roll a dice, Yeah, and that would make... You know, that would make your stats, but... But that was... And it, it was a large game for, you know, a 12-year-old kid, 13-year-old kid to play. It, it was probably the longest game that we've ever played at that time. It might have been. It, it might have been. But that... Cause, I'm trying to think of anything I might have played longer. I don't think so. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you didn't play as Buck Rogers. You got to make your own team of, was it five or four people? Yeah, it could be huge. It might have been more than that. It might have been like I think you might have had six people. Maybe, yeah, but it could be human or robot or alien. Yeah, yeah. And you get to fly in in, in a spaceship and fight pirates. Then you go to like all the planet. You'd go to Earth and Mars and Mercury and Jupiter and try and stop a satellite from Earth. a missile from blowing up the sun or something like that you know as, as much as I love playing that game um, I don't remember a whole lot about the story at all I, I just either. remember I remember some of the fights like shooting people with needle guns yeah. and the part where you get in control of a spaceship and I would go pick fights with ships on purpose and take out their weapons and piss them off and then I get on board their, <laughs> their ships and take the ship yeah I, I used to love doing that until You'd start biting off more than you could chew. <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I can do this shit." And you, you take out the ship, you take out the weapons, and you take out the engine, and you board, and then they kick, <laughs> they kick <laughs> my ass all the time. I remember some of those too. I was like, "Oh shit, why did I do that? Yeah. I should have just blown it up." And I didn't like RPGs back then. At least, I mean, hey, I might have played one. Other than that, but I. You know th- that game though. I I like playing that. I like that one. Yeah, I never really did play me. I, I know the Final Fantasies and stuff like that were out. And, um, 
was the one on Super Nintendo. Earthbound. Uh, uh, Earthbound. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, I like that. I like that. And that's just because it was so, it was modern day and it was just so different and kind of silly. But, um, you know, that was kind of cool. Um, but, you know, I didn't get into Mana or Secret of Evermore and all that kind of stuff. You know, I was, I didn't understand that stuff. I was like, hey, to me, it just, it just seemed boring. It's just walking around and talking to people. I was like, I don't want to, I still don't even play games like that for real. You know, yeah. some of these games are kind of RPGs now or kind of hybrids. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's you know, what it's turned into. Like, right. Just because people's attention spans. Right. Well, yeah, my attention span. Cause I sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, but oh, but I want to go back to Sonic though, man, because okay. that's really the one. That's really the one that made me want a, a Sega. You know, when they came out with the first Sonic the Hedgehog, I remember. Um, I think it was Game Pro Magazine. They had a promo for him, mm-hmm. and it was like it, this went over a good like maybe six or seven pages, and it would be him at the bottom of the page. And you couldn't see him because he was so fast, and you flipped the page, and you couldn't see him because he was so fast. Like, oh yeah. Face. And then you finally get to the end, you see him there, you know. And it's just Sonic the Hedgehog coming in the summer, whenever it was coming out. And then when I saw the commercials, I was like, holy shit, this is like Mario on on speed. Yeah, I forgot all about those commercials. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I think they had commercials like. Where they show a Sega and a Super Nintendo side by side, and one of them will have Mario in it, the other one will have Sonic, and the guy be trying to sell a Super Nintendo. He's like, "No, I want to play Sonic. I want to play Genesis." You know, and be, <laughs> you know. Uh, but Sonic Two, I thought was like the that was the that that was the sweet spot. That was because you know, I think Sonic Three and the, everything came after that kind of got kind of weird. But Sonic Two, that was the one I really loved. I played a whole hell of a lot of that. Yeah, that, that was the first yeah. two-player, well, sort of two-player. Yeah, it was... You you could play... That, that was when they introduced Tails, which was the right. the raccoon with uh, two the hell tails. Was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a raccoon with two tails, and he could fly by spinning his tails like a helicopter, because science... <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, this is just just like a, a a hedgehog who can ball up and take off in a in, in a dash, you know. True. Hey, why not have a fox with two a fox? That's what he was. He was a fox. Yeah. Oh, a fox. A yeah. fox with a fox with two tails who can spin like a helicopter. Yeah. You know, but uh, <laughs> now that one, uh, yeah, you could t- theoretically you could play two players, but I mean, you just gave that second control to somebody if you want to be mean to him and tell him, you know. He sucked at games, but he can control the guy who doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Now, but, uh, now, Sonic Two was the one I found the debug code in a, a Game Pro magazine, maybe. Yeah. And I was able to unlock it so I could play. You could play as as the Golden Sonic who could fly and all this stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It looked like Super Saiyan Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, there was like when, cool. when you had access to those debug codes. I don't think they let you do that anymore. Games don't have codes anymore at all. Uh-uh. You know, you kids are missing out, man. Game that used to be the best part of like just cracking a game open and just finding all the different kind of ways you can just cheat the game, whatever. Now they just have the cheat menus right in there. Yeah. If they, have, you know. Oh yeah, you you've got the cheat code right there, and they they'll, they'll uh, prompt you. Yeah. To, to type it in. 
Yep. And it's usually part of the DLC, so. Yeah, exactly. You know, that stuff sucks. But uh, back to... <laughs> Though I, I, will say, I, I, I will say this, that Sonic and Knuckles, that was the first DLC. You know what? I, if you kids don't know, there was Sonic 1, 2, and 3, and then a third game, or a fourth game came out, which was Sonic and Knuckles, where you could play as Sonic, or you could play as Knuckles. Knuckles the Ikeda, who was red and could fly and climb up walls and stuff. More science. Yeah. <laughs> but then it also had this thing where you could flip the top of the cartridge up and then plug in Sonic 2 and Sonic 3, and you could play as Knuckles in Sonic 2 and in Sonic 3. You know what? I'll tell you something else about that. Uh, Sonic 3... If you want to talk about DLC and screwing people over, uh, in Sonic 3 there was a code for a level select, and there were two levels on there which you couldn't you couldn't choose. I like they weren't that. in the game. It seemed like yeah, there was in Sonic 3. There I don't remember the code, but when you went to the level select, every level was there, and then you had these two called one called Sandopolis, which is like I, sounds like sand. Another one called the Flying Battery, which I don't know what the hell that is. Um. Or at least I didn't at the time. But you couldn't choose them. They're just there in the list. Sonic and Knuckles come out, and goddammit, if those levels aren't in the game. So they were <laughs> levels that were already in Sonic 3. They took them out so they could sell you Sonic 3 and have those levels put back in there. Well, they knew what they were doing. I mean, they do that now with, with the DLC on the disc, but you can't actually access it. Yeah, they like 20 years. The DLC. <laughs> they were 20 years ahead of their time. Yeah, and now look at that Sega. They're dead. A I gotta shell ask. of their former selves. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> we could do a whole funeral for Sega. We could do a whole episode on a funeral for Sega as a company and, uh, yeah. and Sonic as a as anything. Right. But um, Sonic Two, though, man, that that's the one that had the, the uh, Casino Night Zone in it. Mm-hmm. And. I remember the first time I got there. Well, no, you, you, we were, I was playing. You, you had it first, and you had gotten there. And there's a the part where you can these pinball flippers, and you can fling yourself up into a slot machine. And you know you have like little icons like you know Sonic and picture of tails and uh, rings and jackpot. Oh, and then yeah. you had one that was uh, Robotnik. And I kept asking you like when I was on my turn, like what happens if you get all Robotniks? And he was like, you get a bunch of spikes thrown at you. And I'm like. Huh, okay. So I kept jumping back in the machine because I wanted to try to get the spikes that I'm trying to get to happen because I want to see it. And finally it did. You're like, what'd you do that for? I'm like, I want to see it. Like, I told you, it was spikes. Keep me from doing that kind of stuff. I was like, I want to see it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Ah, oh, man. But yeah, you know what? You want to talk about favorite Sega games? I don't think I can narrow it down. At all, there were so many of them. Yeah, Sega had a pretty big catalog. Good big catalog, big diverse catalog. I mean, you had the kid games like your Sonics. You had more. Um, uh, I don't think they had quite adult games back then, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Stuff more for like older kids. Yeah, you know, like your Jungle Strike and you know Mortal Kombat with the blood. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, more with the blood. Yeah. Do you remember the blood code? No. What is? What was it? A B A C A B B. Yep, I told my mom I didn't know it. 
so that she would let me get it. <laughs> like when, <laughs> excuse, like when figured out later. But yeah, um, what was I gonna? What was I saying? No, what was I on? Um, oh yeah, the games, the games. That's also when I first started getting into sports, sports games, because I didn't play them very much before. Yeah, I didn't either. You know, as far as, you know, Nintendo sports. I mean, Nintendo sports games aren't really sports games. They're no. kind of, you know. They're kind of their own genre or whatever, but uh, I remember my cousin Jeff, he was bigger on that because he would always play the uh, the John Maddens and all the different versions of basketball they had out. So that's when I first started getting into them and playing them. And for some reason, they always seem to play better on the Sega than the Super. So I always, we always get those on Sega. Mm-hmm. And my dad, he'd actually gotten into it, you know, so I remember I have actually really fond memories of those Sega playing Sega at night with him, you know, like I come home from school or whatever, he come home from work and like, hey, all you had to say was this one thing, hey, set it up. You know? <laughs> then I'd already know, okay, wanna play Madden against me, or he wants to play NBA Live against me, you know? And I was talking to my dad actually not too long ago about that. You know, he's like, Man, that was my favorite system we ever had was that Sega, you know, because we'd be going there, we'd be, you know, all we come we come home we play the game be talking stuff yeah we was there too we play the game talking shit on each other you know just trash talking and just oh, it was it was fun it was you know a lot of good times man yeah yeah it was but uh yeah but favorite game I don't I I couldn't tell you I really couldn't there was we had it, at that point we I didn't have a whole lot of games on my Nintendo but we had a lot of them on the Sega and uh you know, rented all the time too. You know, Blockbuster. Oh yeah. Used to have a deal where uh, if you rent three, you got one free. Well, there were four of us. There was me, my sister, and my two younger brothers at the time. So we go, we all pick out one, and then we get one free. So somebody else would pick out one. So it'd be four different games we have there on every any given weekend. So we played. I mean, we played so many different games, you know. And then I had my cousins who all had games they loan us so we play over there you know mm-hmm. I mean, that's when i first learned about bomberman you know i didn't bomberman's been around since the nes days you know oh yeah yeah and i never really cared to play i didn't even know what they were they introduced us to the bomberman battle modes on that sega genesis and man never looked back since man i love those they, they came up with bombermans for like the uh for the n64 you know, we got that. We, all of us had that, you know. <laughs> There's a version of Bomberman for Xbox Live that I have, you know, just... Yeah. So, I don't know. A lot... So many so many games for that Sega. I couldn't narrow it down if I tried. Yeah, me either. I mean, well... Yeah. I'm the same way. There, there's too many. But that yeah. was, you know, the, the golden days, I think, really. Yeah, it kind of was. It kind of was. Like... Uh, I don't remember what show I was listening to. It's an old show uh, podcast, and they were say they were talking about the eight bit versus the sixteen bit era, and really, the sixteen bit era was really just kind of a turbocharged version of the eight bit, where it was like you know everything you were trying to do in the in the in the eight bit era with you know the old Nintendo, you were finally able to do it and do it like ten times better on the Segas, you know, and that was like in, in the Super Nintendos and. Uh, you know that that was like the. I think that that's really what kind of started the decline of uh of arcades. I think. Yeah. Because when everything started to get so much better that you could have at home, you know, that's when you know say, oh, we need to go to the arcade. We can have the same arcade experience on the home. I remember um a version of Double Dragon 
for the Sega Genesis that was just perfect. Yeah. You know, whereas the one in Nintendo, it was totally different. It looked like shit. It played different. They changed stuff around to compensate for that. This one was the arcade game at home. And it, yeah. And you know? in in the long run, it's cheaper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you're not pumping, you know, the dollars worth of quarters every play. Oh man, you know what? You know what? <laughs> We're talking about arcade games versus uh versus home console games, and you're talking about quarters. Do you remember Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Yes, I do. With the Sega. Oh, okay. Okay. Now you've got the internet bible in front of you. Maybe you can figure this out because I never really was sure. Was the arcade version, um, you know, a better version of the Genesis, or was the Genesis like a scaled down version of the arcade? Let me see. Okay. Well, while he's doing that, I'm gonna keep talking. So, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Um, the game you had, you of course you were Michael Jackson. He was dressed in a smooth criminal outfit, and you had to uh, each level you had to go around and save children. But ooh. You know what? <laughs> let's, let's not talk about that anymore. Let's not talk about that premise anymore. The point is, at the time, it was a fun game, all right? And then when you got to the boss levels, you could uh, hit a button and you could you could make them dance. And they start to dance with the dance, you know, Michael Jackson choreography. They'd all blow up and die. And then, I don't know, you'd have to see it. But okay, the uh, arcade version was the, essentially the same premise, you know, but it was a top-down, kind of like three-quarters overhead view you still had the the, the uh, smooth criminal outfit on except you had three players so one guy would be you know have the white suit on one guy would have a red version of the suit on I think another one was a black version of the suit and it didn't use joysticks it used a trackball controller and buttons and I just remember when you put the quarters in <laughs> you put the quarter in it goes <laughs> but, but then but it had it, it, it took two tokens so you put the second one in and it's like <laughs> then you can play the game <laughs> oh, oh shit okay yeah I'm looking at it now it came out in 1990 which one the arcade actually okay. they, they both came out the same year oh shit they both okay. the, the arcade version came out a month before the the Sega one did. Okay, so they were probably they, developed. Yeah, they were developed by the same company, but gotcha. they were completely different. Yeah, yeah, it was the different. Levels were completely different. Yep, yep. And the whole like presentation of the game was different. And of course in the arcade you also had you know, the actual songs coming out of speakers. Actually, if I remember correctly that that cabinet was pretty badass. It had like huge speakers on it. You can hear like thriller or you can hear smooth criminal you know while you're playing the game yeah it doesn't say about the music on, on here it talks about the music on the home console version but it doesn't say gotcha say if it feels live or, I, I remember the the 16-bit music from the arcade game mm-hmm. which would, it didn't sound as good as the uh, I, you know as the actual song mm-hmm yeah, that was a fucked up. And, and the more, wasn't it? The more kids you saved, then you you know what you know you what start turning into a robot. Uh, 
Stop. Stop. <laughs> just stop. We're not. God bless the soul. We're saying, not helping. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wait. Then what happened? <laughs> okay. No, no. This is what it was. It was every time a, a shooting star would appear in the sky, then Michael would turn into a robot and start. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Like this in the movie. is This is from Wikipedia. In certain levels, a shooting star may appear, which temporarily transforms Michael into a cyborg that can attack enemies with various artillery, though cannot collect children. So when he's a uh, robot, he cannot collect children. All right. You know, we're going to stop talking about this game right now. It's creeping me out. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, we're going to we're gonna have to talk on. about we're going to have to talk about Moonwalker one of these days. You know what? Is that on Netflix? I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh-uh. Well, uh, we got it somewhere. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure yes, it's I, I think it's on DVD. Maybe. I haven't seen Moonwalker since... I don't know, probably since it came out on home video. Yeah. Yeah, I I can't remember last time I saw it. Yeah, but you know what? You just when we were just a second ago, I just um I just realized we we kind of glossed over arcade games. Um which we I mean, you know, like hey, folks, this is only the first, this is only episode 2. This is only the first of many gaming episodes that are coming along just like the first episode with the cartoons and Saturday mornings and stuff. We're going to come back to all this stuff. We're just kind of scratching the surface in the beginning, you know, just kind of give you a base. But um, we didn't talk about our, what, what was your favorite arcade game? Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's easy. It was a uh, first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, yeah. Good one. The the big four player cabinet where you have four people together playing. Hell yeah. And I if if I couldn't be Raphael or Donatello, I didn't play. Yep, that was the same way. Except it was uh, Leonardo uh, Donatello. Yeah, yeah, because Raphael's my favorite turtle, but Donatello had the reach. Yep, it was a bow staff. He could reach for it. Yeah, uh, let's not even talk about that piece of shit. Uh, Actually, I remember the first one that came out for the uh, for the NES. The first one, the very first one. Yeah, the most hard, Woo! the most difficult game in the world. The one that made no sense. Yeah, that one was bad. Yeah. Um, now, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say it's you know a close second to the uh, the X Men game. Is probably my, my second favorite, which again was four player. But then they also had didn't they have a great big six player machine? They had two screens. On? Two screens. Yep. But it, yep, it was six like... player. That one was awesome too. Yeah, yeah. That was that one. Were those the same company? Did, did the same company make those? I don't think so. Okay, because I want to know, because, like, the TMNT, X-Men, and The Simpsons, they all kind of blurred together for me. They, I know The Simpsons and X-Men, I think, were this, or The Simpsons and um, uh, Turtles were the same. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. It's the same company, but let me give a quick look-see here. Yeah, so while he's talking about that, while he's looking that up, uh, my favorite game, uh, it would probably have to be Rampage. And that was a game in which you were, you could choose, you could be, it was a three-player game, up to three players, and you could be, uh, you could be a giant lizard like Godzilla, you could be a giant gorilla like King Kong, or you could be a giant wolf. 
and all you did was go from town to town and fuck shit up. You just went destroyed cities. You climb up the building, punch it, you know, knock the buildings down. When you knock the building down, you go to the next screen or the next city, you know. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> they came out with a version of that. I mean, I, it, I I love that game. You know, anytime I anytime I went to an arcade, well, let me say the first time I played it was at a Seven Eleven back when I was really young. And then anytime I went to an arcade, I always looked in the old school session to see if they had a Rampage machine. If they had it, I would play at least one round of Rampage. You know. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. But um, then they. Uh, jumping ahead to like the PS2 era, which is totally out of our wheelhouse here. I just want to say they came out with a version of it called Total Destruction, and it was really cool because you had a brand new version of Rampage, you know, but you also had they packaged in the original arcade version and then two other versions that came out for like the PlayStation One mm-hmm. or something like that. And I remember my my, my little sister. She didn't play games much at the time and certainly didn't understand anything on PS2. A lot of that stuff was, you know, over her head to advance for her. But I had her over one time. I was, I said, hey, come and play this game with me. She's like, I don't know how. I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty easy. It's really easy. You'll understand. You'll pick it up pretty easy. She gets on it and we're playing it for a few minutes. She's like, wait, so all we're doing is knocking down buildings? I said, yeah. She's like, cool. Okay, you know what? That's the exact same feeling I had when I first played the first man page. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I looked it up. Yeah. Actually, I was wrong. Konami made all three games. Konami made all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. Simpsons, Turtles, and the X Men game. Wow. So they so were... I'm wondering. Yeah. I wonder if they were all the same board, maybe, and they just kind of. Probably. That. Yeah. I mean. I'm not doing that much research. Yeah, we don't need to. <laughs> we're getting into tech stuff that no one really needs to know about. Yeah, that's but, uh, where uh, the uh, afterwards blog you can you can look it up. Yeah, but uh, my fate. Well, I would say those three, even Simpsons. I would say were probably my favorite games. Now, who'd you use in the uh, in the Simpsons? Usually Bart. Yeah. See, I always took uh, Lisa because she had the the uh, the jump rope. If you swing it, kind of like a whip. Oh yeah! And it, and it reminded me of Castlevania, so, <laughs> so I always took her. Yeah, no, I I was almost always either Bart or Homer. I tried to be Bart when I could. Oh, I forgot about Homer. Yeah, but then Lisa and Bart. If you had two people playing as those two characters and they did their super attack together. It was just them holding hands and screaming really loud right. around the street. <laughs> Bro, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was, that was pretty I funny. remember that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway. Okay, boys and girls, about that time for yeah. us to uh, call it to a close for episode two of Death Cakes. We'll call yeah. it we'll call it video games part one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll be back to talk more games. And, and like I was just saying a few minutes ago, you know, this is the first of many episodes. We're just kind of giving you a, a foundation, kind of like how where we got started at. But, you know, we'll be back talking about more of the stuff in, in more depth or even some particular games or systems in depth, too. Yeah, we may dedicate a, a show just to a particular game, maybe a mini so to a particular game for us to yeah, yeah. go in more depth. But... uh 
again, check us out on Twitter, on Tumblr, and on Facebook. Our Twitter handle is DeathCakesPod. Our yep, and my my Twitter handle individually is at it's at Ilrockski. You know, so you can tweet me individually there too. Yeah, and our our Facebook. Just go to Facebook, type in Death Cakes Podcast, you'll see us right there. We're now on iTunes, so pick us up there. Yep. And We're on iTunes. Uh, any RSS reader, too, you can plug us in that way. But back to Facebook real quick. Like yes. us on Facebook. You know, Please. Like us on Facebook. We need the likes uh, so we can get ourselves a custom URL. Yes, definitely. And also, please send, send us an email. Let, let us know how we're doing so far. Again, you know, it's episode two. We're still getting all the kinks out, but, you know, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. You know, thanks to everybody uh, who's listened so far, you know. And gave us some um, good feedback. Yeah, yeah. We enjoy doing the show. You know, we hope you enjoy listening to it. Yeah, yeah. So, again, our, our email address is deathcakespod at gmail.com. Yep. So, Tumblr, our Tumblr address, deathcakespod.tumblr.com. Yeah, and today's music was brought to us by Random. You can get his music at megaranmusic.com. Megaran Music. Yeah, check him out. He's an independent rapper, but uh, he makes some good stuff. And the best part is you, you buy music from him, all that money goes straight to him. Don't have to worry about the label getting... 90% of the profit there <laughs> but uh, you know stay tuned for episode 3 coming up soon where we're going to be talking about a movie a particular movie <laughs> a particular piece of garbage yeah well hey now <laughs> it, it's got a special place in my heart <laughs> because uh, uh, we saw it on opening weekend so don't don't hate yeah, we sure did. We we did. It is the uh, it's the first black superhero movie, and no, it's not Blade. It is. All right. So we'll see you next time, guys. See ya!
I'm so official. Make harsh rivals double dribble. The ref blow the whistle. It's like a duck hunt. And so I hold a pistol. Bomb a man, big brand, will the contraband in 10 states. But being unusually brutally take the crew with me, composed beautifully. Now get your big boy, but we ain't dancing. Too many maniac residing in the mansion. You couldn't stop it if you pop it. You bubble bobble in the star tropics, trying to get the profit. A far cry from you, small fries. Now how you feel, duct taped in the middle of a silent hill. You ain't nearly as advanced as me. This is the last battle, your final fantasy. Come on, my time is now, my moment is here. I don't know any fears, better open your ears. From the clubs to the cons, my buzz is the bomb. Even thugs on the grind, showing love to the rhyme. My time is now, and my moment is here. I don't know any fears, better open your ears. From the clubs to the cons, my buzz is the bomb. Everybody online, showing love to the rhyme. It's the overlord, man overboard, and I record my writing is digital guiding, lightning, my mic source, draining your life force, ranking South Pole, watch for the right cross, but ain't no options when you in the shotgun, you a wild gun, say hi to the top gun, it's deja vu, cause big brands back in your face, boy, or we can turn the system up and make it a base war, commit crimes, never see no bid, stack chips like a see no kids in Vegas dreams. I got the muscle to touch you, I've been a G My records got legs like millipedes I slap earth, wind, fire, and ice out of rappers I'm trying to say that brand ain't nice Cause I'm immortal and it's more than a word We can take it outside and go one-on-one like Jordan and Bird Get cool, I skip school and still spit jewels Too hot, no safe place, a cool spot You a blabbermouth, tell me what you mad about We can have it out, and take your stage to a splatter house Archetype and a prototype when I hold the mic They like true, I'm dynamite, dude I'm fresh and deaf, he rhymed and ran left Stole the show, cops is calling it grand theft But long can't concern me, cause I'm a hundred and old Represented by an ace attorney Parties are turned out, and then ran burnout Do the knowledge, cause I'm what your cash need to learn about Nobody move till I say so Get the pesos, hell's angel, last running the state's road I blaze blue and stay true, I'm past speed I'm here to the rapper's ass screen, It's cool.